to be or not to be? That is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them to die, to sleep, no more. And by a sleep, to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to, tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. To die, to sleep, to sleep, perchance to dream, aye, there's the rub. For in that sleep of death, what? Dreams may come. What? Where is the king? The king himself is rode to view their battle. Of fighting men, they have full threescore thousand. That's five to one. Besides, they are all fresh. It is a fearful odds. Oh, that we now had here. But one ten thousand of those men in England that do no work today. What's he that wishes so? My cousin Westmoreland? Now, my fair cousin, if we are marked to die, we are enough to do our country loss. And if to live, the fewer men, the greater share of honor. God's will, I pray thee, wish not one man more. Brother, proclaim it, Westmoreland, through my host, that he which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. His passport shall be made, and crowns for convoy put into his purse. We would not die in that man's company that fears his fellowship to die with us. This day is called the Feast of Crispian. He that outlives this day and comes safe home. The Romance of the Desert has the power to seduce. I ask you, have you ever loved so much? Being so possessed by jet. Does your accent ever come out or is it buried and gone? It is not buried and gone, Ryan. It is not too far away. And in fact, the first job I had when I came back from uh, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, or RADA, as Rada. you might know it, uh, RADA was uh, in uh, the autumn of 1981. And I went back to my grannies and uh, I stayed with my uncle Jim and my auntie Kathleen and uh, played played Billy in the Billy Place for a month. Uh, so it's there. It's it is there. <laughs> There's a big difference between the have and the have-nots and where the threat of violence is strong. You're 55. 
I'd like permission to search the biker place. Yeah, there's a history of conflict between the Helmquists and that group. I think it's likely that they knew they were going to be evicted. I'll chase it. It's going to take a couple of hours. I'll send a license when it comes through. Right, thanks. Hello, welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Those are films. Those are vignettes, TV shows. If you can guess who that is, let's just say he takes after another actor who likes to direct themselves in Shakespeare. Only the difference is Sir Lawrence Olivier was from England and Kenneth Branagh was from is from Ireland. In fact, you hear his real accent come out. He still has it. Born, um, geez, 62 years ago, December 10th. This year he won an Academy Award, his first Academy Award for his screenplay for Belfast. And so I thought, it's such a great film. I can't stress enough how much everyone should go and see Belfast. It's a beautiful film. It's a magical film. It's about family. It's also about history, very dark history. Let's go. If we can talk about it. But he directed it. It's Basically, his uh, his life. We all have a story to tell, but what makes each one different is not how the story ends, but rather the place where it begins. Across the water, they wouldn't understand the way we talk. If they can't understand you, then they're not listening. You know who you are, don't you? Your buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. Hey, buddy! Your mask on! Yes! to cleanse the community away, but you wouldn't want to be the old man out in this street. That's my family, and I kill you. So we're going to have to leave Belfast. We'll fight this together. This is it. This is what? This is war. We're living in a civil war. What do you want? I want my family with me. I want you. Get the same as his arms if I get killed. We can give these boys a better chance than we ever had. Nothing else but the bell Go nice. Don't look back. 
Telluride, which was the very first time you showed the movie in yes. public. Yes, yes, yes. What did that feel like? When I was asked to go to Telluride, um, they said, of course, you can't tell anybody because we don't announce the films until, you know, that, that week. That's part of the nature of that festival. And I said, well, I'm thrilled to be asked. I, I, to be honest, I am going to tell people because I don't think I'm going to get there. I think the, the COVID will, will defeat us, will defy us all. So I suppose I didn't, so I did tell people. First of all, I was very impressed by uh, the size of the venue um, and the size of the screen, all these quite basic things that uh, uh, accompany the release of a film. And then how many people were there? I, I hadn't been in a room with that many people for um, two years. And um, so it was a bit overwhelming. And then uh, to hear people listen to the film, Shakespeare always talks about hearing a play. And one of the things that I suppose as a filmmaker you become sensitive to is the quality of listening. I have been in many silences that are uncomfortable, bored silences, discomforted, and there's just a sort of faint ambient hiss of disinterest. Um, but then you hear the pin drop stuff and I felt that uh, I was hearing that and also hearing an intensity of feeling that was to do with the rest of the group there being aware of being together as a community of film goers watching it for the, for the first time. So it was a very charged experience. You've done a lot of adaptations of Shakespeare. Yes. Uh, you've, you've written a lot, but it hasn't been your own personal uh, writing. You suddenly gave yourself permission. What changed? I think lockdown um, invited this sort of introspection. Um, I was very aware of the, uh, the, the, the new silence. Uh, I particularly was struck by the fact that airplanes weren't in the sky. And uh, so walking the dog, it was just, there was, I don't know, more, more room to think. Suddenly the one's mind expanded a little and what, it, what, what came in to fill the vacuum, as it were, uh, was the sounds of Belfast. And this, um, really this uh, unmistakable, irresistible pull towards the, what I understood to be the most significant event in my life because it had such a profound, it made, made for such a profound change in where I lived, who I was, how I sounded, what my identity was, and, um, and, and was uh, somehow hadn't been, I had written about it before, but, not, but, but somehow what I hadn't re-experienced or revisited was the feeling that it had produced and that had stayed with me. Uh, that feeling of um, the sort of rupture from uh, from a, a period of settled, secure, imperfect but but significant happiness into the, the minute, almost in a minute in your life that you start hiding. Was it fun? Was it cathartic? Was it difficult? Yeah, I mean, I'd written a lot of things that went into bottom drawers, so I had to some extent. Be begun to understand that for me writing required discipline starting at a regular time in the morning from my point of view and with a determination that I must be writing something in my case at, at 
by nine o'clock at nine o'clock if i couldn't i couldn't start at five past nine and so i had to get there early enough might be a lot if i knew it was rough i'd be in there quite early in my little shed in the garden um but i also did the primitive trick of, of sort of the day before knowing that i knew where I, I knew maybe a first sentence or a first something people ask me about fun making movies and fun's never quite the right word it can be profoundly satisfying it can be distressing it can be depressing it can be exhilarating it can be infuriating it can be um obsessive and i suppose the writing was 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 those things as Hello, my name is Kenneth Branagh, and I'm the writer and director of what you're now watching, which is Belfast. This young man's buddy, the central character in our film, at this stage, an eight-year-old boy, he'll soon be nine, and he'll be ten by the time the story ends. And this very much recreates a moment in my childhood on that very same day, when from this impression that I have very much held across 50 years of being aware of a certain sense of security that I felt back there, knowing people like Mr. West, who waves to Buddy there. Exactly what happened when this security, when this sunshine, when this peace was all affected by a single incident that we start to convey now. And we do so as Buddy watches on a piece of circular track, which goes around him twice as he hears what I heard, which was a sound like a sort of swarm of bees, but it turned out not to be that. It was the slow motion, surreal quality in my ears as it seemed, and certainly as it seems from 50 years, that produced this incredible image. More men, more sound, more violence, more waving, more weapons, more masked folk than I had ever come across. And before... I knew what had happened. The storm, as it were, began. And so, adrift in the middle of the road, like many of the other people who were then trying to make it into their houses, we really didn't know what to do. But what we were seeing was a mob that was proceeding with this kind of hectic, frantic, chaotic, aggressive, anarchic energy going up and down the street and marking with sometimes with stones the kinds of ones that are hitting this shield now reused by ma as she protects buddy and sometimes through picking up ironware from the edge of the street they found weapons to mark the windows of the catholic houses that shared the street with what was predominantly a, a protestant population and these street grates were incredible ironware things. Once broken up, they became lethal. And aside from those and makeshift weapons like uh, the baseball bat, there was basically this marking of the houses so that no one could be in any dispute about the fact of those houses now being filled with a population that, according to this crowd, were unwelcome. And they make their message and did make their message very, very clear. And that's Kenneth Branagh talking about his masterpiece, Belfast. He directed it, he wrote it, 
It is based on his childhood and the troubles in Ireland during that time. Due to the weather, due to so much, I bid you good night, unpleasant dreams.